0: Welcome to another Father Leader Podcast. This is the Bible Study Edition. This is for the book of Romans we're studying right now. I'm hoping you're excited to study the Word today. As we've been studying through chapter 1, we've, been, we've done the, let's see, 12 verses right now. I'm hoping that you're getting something from this. I am excited to go through the Bible and learning from commentaries so go ahead and grab your commentary that you like in your Bible and let's jump into the book of Romans chapter 1 I'm going to start at verse 13 that's here brothers and sisters I want you to know this Often I have tried to visit you, but something was prevented me. I'm sorry, but something has prevented me until now. I want to see some results among you, as I have seen among other Gentiles. I have a duty to both Greeks and non Greeks, I have a duty to both wise people and foolish people. That's verse 14. Let me go ahead and read the commentary for verse 13 and 14 here. Mind you, I'm reading from the Easy English commentary. You can find it online if you'd like, or just read your own commentary. And also using the Easy English um, Bible version. All right, it says here, Many times Paul had tried to visit them. We do not know what had prevented him. Perhaps he thought his work in Greece needed more time. Greeks does not merely mean people who came from Greece. It meant that those people who spoke the Greek language also meant that those who followed the Greek culture. Non Greeks translates the word barbarians. It describes people whose language sounded like barbar. Many Greeks thought this that this was an ugly and strange way to speak. Paul intended the gospel to be for people who had received. I'm sorry. Paul intended the gospel to be for people who had received education. Also, he intended it for people who had received no education. Wise and foolish also means that Paul felt a duty to everyone. He felt that duty because the gospel is for everyone. to verse 15 and 16 For this reason I am very eager to preach the gospel to you in Rome I am not ashamed about the gospel It is God's power to save everyone who believes It is first for the Jews then for the Gentiles Verse 17 the gospel shows how God makes people righteous it's about faith first from first to last. The, strip, the scripture explains this. A righteous person will live by faith. Alright, yeah, there's a lot to uncover here. So bear with me, we're going to go through this commentary here. <clears throat> Alright, it says verse 16. Paul's words about the gospel were bold and clear. Whatever other people said, Paul would declare the gospel. The gospel is essential because it is God's message. It is a message for everyone, from every nation, and from every nation. And the gospel is essential because it is powerful. It changes people's lives. It causes people who were God's enemies to become God's friends. There are other important messages that Christians teach, but the gospel is the most important message. It is the message about how people can become real Christians. It is the message about what Jesus achieved by his death and resurrection. This is the gospel message. Everyone has done wrong things called sin against God Romans 3.23 We all deserve God's punishment Romans 6.23 And we cannot save ourselves from that punishment by our own efforts We cannot save ourselves by good works or religion So, our situation is hopeless But God did not leave us in our hopeless state God sent His Son Jesus to do this to this world John 3.16 Jesus lived a perfect life without any sin. Hebrews 4.15 He deserved no punishment. But when Jesus died on the cross, He suffered the punishment for our sins. Galatians 3.13 Romans 5.18 And Romans 5.18 But we cannot benefit from His death if we do nothing. Wow. We cannot benefit from His death if we do nothing. We must be humble. God will forgive us if we confess our evil deeds, our sins to Him. Acts 3.19. We must invite Him into our lives. We and we must simply trust Him. Then God will change our lives. 2 Corinthians 5.17. The gospel message does not impress everyone. People may say that it's too simple, or they may say that it's foolish. But Paul realized that many people would be ashamed to follow Jesus. In fact, Jesus himself realized that too. Jesus knew the difficulty for his disciples to remain loyal to him. Jesus said that people would laugh at them. People would tell lies about them, and people would even attack them. Matthew 5.11 So Jesus warned them not to be ashamed of him. Mark 8.38 Later, Paul warned Timothy not to be ashamed about the gospel, 2 Timothy one eight. Paul himself suffered much because he was not ashamed about Jesus. Many Jews could not believe the message about Jesus. They were unable to believe that God's Messiah would die on a cross. Gentiles thought that the message about the cross was foolish, 1 Corinthians 1.23, but the message was not wrong or stupid. It was a message to be proud of. It was an honor to, for Paul to declare it. God rescues a person from the wrong way of life. Matthew one twenty one. God gives him the strength to live in the right way. The person who believes God's work by means of Jesus has new life. The new life begins on earth, and it continues into the life in heaven. This good news is for everyone. It came first to the Jews because God had prepared them during their history. Their Old Testament spoke about a Messiah whom God would send. Jewish synagogues provided a a suitable place for Christians to give their message. Paul usually began to preach among the Jews. When the Jews refused to listen, he turned to the Gentiles. Acts 13.46 and Acts 18.6 I'll read this last commentary from verse 17. Paul uses words from the prophet Habakkuk, Habakkuk 2.4. Paul would later use the same words in his letter to the Galatians, Galatians 3.11. The writer of Hebrews emphasizes this verse too, Hebrews 10.38. These few words show what Paul will explain the rest of his letter. Only by means of trusting God's Son will God declare a person to be righteous. From first to last is one translation of the Greek words from faith to faith. Wow, that's pretty cool. They emphasize now, I'm sorry, they emphasize how necessary faith is. They mean that faith is necessary through the whole life, from beginning to end. By faith, the person accepts God's promise to forgive his sins and to make him free from them. Then the person continues to trust God's promises for the rest of his life. Amen. I'm being blessed today, man. I hope you are learning. Please listen to this again and, and squeeze some juice. Squeeze some juice. A couple lines of the history that we've been going through, and then I'll close. I'm gonna read here's some history right here, <clears throat> Son of God, in verse. Whoop, no, I'm sorry, I'm in the wrong one. <laughs> All right, let's jump into that's where we're at. Alright, so we've read through here, so I'm going to read here now in uh, topic point three. It says, Aquila and Priscilla from Rome were probably Christians before they met Paul in Corinth. Acts 18, 1-3. Later, they probably returned to Rome and they worked in Corinth and Ephesus. Christians used to gather in their home. Romans 16, 3 and 5. Just reading history. All right, another history point here. Um, 57 A.D. Paul probably wrote this letter around 57 A.D. He had not yet visited Rome, but he knew many people in the Church of Rome. Many Gentiles as well as Jewish Christians were already members of the Church there. In his letters, Paul said that the Gentile Christians must not consider themselves more important than the Jewish Christian brothers. Romans 11:18 to 20. Topic point 5 says, 60 AD, Paul reached Rome as a prisoner. Christians from Rome met him on the Epian Road to go with him to Rome. Acts 28, 14-16, Paul spent two years in Rome, although he was a prisoner. He was able to preach and teach. Acts 28, 30-31, his plan was to visit Spain next. Romans 15-24, but we do not know whether he was able to do this. Topic point 6, 64 A.D. Christians received the blame for the grave fire that Emperor Nero himself may have started. The Reticius spoke about great numbers of Christians. He called them enemies of the human family, people, human family of people. All right, topic point 7. There is evidence of Christian graves in the catacombs, underground graves in Rome before 100 A.D. All right, we finished that history section there. And we'll continue on just a couple more topic points before we just keep going through commentary. But just wanted to keep it fresh, add a little more topic points for the whole book of Romans. All right. Thank you for joining today. God bless you. Look forward to seeing you next week as we'll keep going.